This morning's reading is from Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things, and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Morning. Is there a way for us to go down? Sorry. That's great. I don't know about you, but it's such a joy to be back in this sweet little church, to be all together again. And it's a real privilege for me to speak to you this morning. So just join with me in prayer. Father, I thank you. For, for the privilege of worshiping you, for being joined together as a body. And I ask that you would open our hearts to hear from your word and to receive from you. And may all that is said be to your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to take you back to my childhood for a minute, 38 years back, in fact, to when I was... 12 years old. So you can do the math, I'm sure. To New York City, to 57th Street, to Carnegie Hall, where for 30 years my parents began to bring me and my three older siblings and then eventually our spouses to see the performance by the New York Oratorio Society of Handel's Messiah. And my favorite section of the Messiah was always uh, the portion that was written from what Lucy just read to us. It's always performed by a soprano, and I always excitedly wondered what she would be wearing, what gown she would be wearing, how she would sing it, would she sing it straight, would she riff and add her own little twist to it. In my mind, 
Christmas celebrations didn't begin until I went to Carnegie Hall. That was the beginning of my childlike wonder of Christmas every year. The question I would ask all of us today is, have we lost the wonder of Christmas? Or have we grown out of it, perhaps? Did we leave the wonder and the excitement of Christmas back in our childhood? Do we too easily go through the motions, checking off the gifts that we need to buy, the parties we need to attend, the family gatherings? And what will it all look like this year for us, given a global pandemic that is bound to put a major damper on those kinds of things? Will that kill the wonder of Christmas for us? What do we wonder at now? Is the wonder of Christmas tied up in a bunch of things for each of us that can all too easily be changed? But perhaps COVID-19 and the lockdown that has accompanied it has given us a chance to really reflect again on the true meaning of Christmas. More time to reflect without all the running around from party to party. What does Christmas really mean to each of us? What is the wonder of Christmas? I looked up the definition of wonder in the dictionary as I began to prepare, and it reads, a feeling of amazement and admiration of something beautiful, remarkable, or unfamiliar. When I read through today's passage, reflecting on the wonder of Christmas, it all came down to three remarkable beautiful and amazing things for me. The birth announcement, the worship, and then the response. So the birth announcement was that the King of Kings, the Messiah, had been born. And this announcement was made to shepherds in a field at night. I don't know what is more remarkable about this announcement, that it was made to shepherds out in a field in the middle of the night, or the fact that it was announced by an angel. Oh, and the other thing is that this announcement that the King of Kings has been born, along with that was, go look for him. Go look for a little baby but look for him in a cattle stall. Shepherds, simple men who pretty much relished and probably cherished their quiet life. They probably stayed out of the hustle and bustle of town on purpose. They probably loved being alone and leading a relatively quiet life, and yet this is who God chooses to first announce his son being born to via an angel. The king of kings, yet he will be a baby born in a shed. And one other thing about this. This baby that's going to be born, or that has been born, has been born to an unmarried young virgin girl. All of these things, to me, are quite remarkable. 
pretty beautiful and amazing, the wonder of it all. The second part of the story, the worship. So after the angel appears to the shepherds and a chorus of angels arrives to join the other angel in praise, saying, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to men on whom his favor rests. Can you imagine in the dead of night, in the middle of a field, a company of angels rocks up to sing and proclaim that the Savior of the world has been born. It must have been stunning. It must have been breathtaking, remarkable, amazing. It had to have been absolutely beautiful and definitely something unfamiliar. I'd have given anything to have been there. It was probably the best execution of a worship set ever. And talk about being ushered to the throne by a company of angels. Not just a little singing to celebrate, but a full-blown chorus of heavenly angels proclaiming the arrival of the King of Kings who will bring peace on earth. The wonder of it all. So the third part of this story that I find quite remarkable, quite beautiful, and pretty amazing was the response. The shepherds, they hurried off immediately. They didn't doubt for a minute. They believed what the angel said, and they went to find this baby. And then they went and told everyone they knew. And Mary's response, when she was first visited by an angel, understandably quite afraid, but then told, do not be afraid, for I'm going to tell you something quite remarkable and amazing. She didn't doubt or question. Her response was, let it be unto me, as you have said. Pure obedience from the shepherds and from Mary. They didn't doubt or question. They just believed and they responded. At the core of this passage, the announcement, at the core of the worship, and at the center of the response is one thing, one person, and that's Jesus. He's at the center of all of this, the wonder of it all. So I ask again, what does the wonder of this season look like for us? What is our announcement of Christmas? What is our worship and what is our response? Are we running to the Savior and preparing ourselves to celebrate his presence in our lives? Or are we caught up running around buying actual presents or trying to throw a good party? 
with all of this extra time that we have in lockdown, are we taking advantage of spending time, more and more time, in his presence? I'm simply asking, what is at the center of our celebration of Christmas? Where has our wonder gone? Has this year worn us down and knocked the wind out of us a bit? I'm sure. But how can we grow back into the wonder of Christmas like a child? To me, all of the questions that I had reading this story bring about the wonder of Christmas. Why the shepherds? Why simple men who loved to be out away from everyone? Why was this announcement made to shepherds? And why Mary? I mean, the complications for her just in bearing a child out of wedlock so young. And why was he born in such a raw and simple state? Why in a barn? This is the king of kings, after all, that we're talking about. But isn't that just how our wonder-filled God so often works? He comes to people like you and me, simple people, just asking us to be willing, to be obedient, and to be undistracted. The King of Kings arrived so simply, no pomp, no circumstance, but he came to give us the greatest gift ever. That is the wonder of Christmas. That is something beautiful to stand in awe of and be amazed. He left glory. He left the heavenly realms, and he came as a baby under the most simple and humble of circumstances for you, and he came for me. And he came with the intention of dying for you and for me. This is the wonder of Christmas. This is the wonder of Christmas. He's never asked for anything more than our hearts. Not a big celebration, no pomp, no circumstances. He just asks for our heart, and he asks us to honor him with all of our heart, with all of our souls, and with all of our minds. Our worship to him poured out extravagantly for his glory. Like the woman with the alabaster jar, she gave everything she had. And it was just this little jar of very valuable perfume. But she poured it out extravagantly on Jesus. She gave him everything that she had. She lavished it on him. This was her response to being in his presence. And that's how I want my worship to look. Everything I have 
poured out on him. I want to be like the drummer boy in one of my favorite Christmas songs. All he had was his drum. And he asked the question, shall I play for him? And so he does. He says, I played my best for him. And then he smiled at me, me and my drum. He gave all that he had. We may be struggling to hold on to the wonder of Christmas. We may have lost it all together with what this year has thrown at us. But the simple fact is that the wonder of the season is not about giving presents or gifts or celebrating perfectly. It's about receiving the most precious gift given by the most perfect lamb. I want to close by reading the lyrics of the Christmas song in the bleak midwinter. What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. But what I can, I give him. Give him my heart. It's that simple. Give him your heart. Pour it out extravagantly on him. Because Jesus is remarkable. Jesus is beautiful. And Jesus is amazing. He is the wonder of Christmas. Let's pray.